Welcome to Grandpa's World. This is episode number five, and I'm joined today with my grandson, Elijah. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about bicycling and fixing our bikes. We had two very in poor condition bikes, grandpas and grandmas. And we decided they'd been sitting in the shed for a couple years, and we decided that we wanted to get the bikes fixed. Last Friday, Elijah and I went to a bike shop that is a nonprofit where they fix bicycles at a very minimal fee. The only fee that you're actually paying is for the parts. When you're in the shop, the only thing that costs money is the parts. The work is completely free the way that they teach you is free and so i like to mention that when you go into the shop it's not a normal shop instead of them fixing the bike for you you fix the bike yourself they teach you how to do it and all the parts the tools everything is right there they have a bike rack that you can put your bike on and it's eye level high and it holds the bike in place so you have free accessibility to all the parts, the wheels, the handlebars, whatever you might need. So first up was grandma's bike. We put grandma's bike up on the thing and I'm gonna talk about a little bit about the condition of her bike. Her bike, the tire was popped out of the rim, the brake pads were rubbing, the, when you shift gears, that system was not working very well. It would kind of, when you would say to jump one, it would jump two or it wouldn't jump at all. So we put it on the rack, we popped the tire back into place, which was really easy. Now on the brake system, if you guys have a bike at home, you know about this. So I want you to closely examine the brake system and there will be two little pads. Now these pads push together and that is what stops the bike from going, that is the brake. So those brake pads, um, sometimes your tire will be rubbing against them and that will cause it to not be able to go its full speed or you'll stop randomly. Usually if you're going on it, you probably won't notice, but if you just spin the wheel, you'll notice very clearly. So the way that you fix this is there are two screws, one on each side, and there are two pads. So when you tighten it, it makes it so that the pad goes further away from the bike rim. When you loosen it, it goes closer. There's a spring and the spring will extend it and um, make it go back. The problem was is that they were rubbing and to get them to unrub, you have to make sure that they are both equally far apart from the wheel so that they're not rubbing. So one you might tighten, the other one you might loosen. We got that all fixed up. The chain, the sprocket, we took a look at that and the sprocket looked fairly good, but the chain was really old and rusty. And what we did, we oiled it. And I think uh, each a link, there was a hundred. There were 108 links. We had to oil each and every one of them. And after we oiled that chain, it really made a world of difference. And we got the chain on and tested it on all the gears. Uh, this particular bicycle had seven speeds. Yes. Got done with that, worked fine. And I would like to mention that the tire is not just a tire. There's a tube on the inside. That's what you actually fill with air. The outside tire is for protection of that tube. So you, when you're filling up your bike with air, the wheels, you're only filling up that tube. You're not filling up the actual tire. And and that's a good point, Elijah. But I remember, which I didn't know because I knew nothing about repairing a bicycle. The guy said the trick is not fill that tube up all the way. No. Uh, how much air did like it? The tire itself holds like 40? 45 about. You put about 
10 or 20 in the tube, and then you would put the tube inside the tire. And you just work it in, and then after you get it in and you put it back on the rim and put it back on the bike, then you want to fully inflate it. Uh huh. So after we finished Gromos, we did a nice test ride on it. It worked perfectly. It was could not be in any better condition. We also, when I would like to mention for both bikes, we detailed them, we cleaned them up. They had the solution that you would put in a washcloth and then you would just rub down the bike. It was, it went from kind of a gray dirt color to a crystal clear white color. The transformation was amazing. It looked like a brand new bike. So after we got done with grandma's, we put grandpa's up on the rack. Grandpa's was in a little bit worse condition. On Grandpa's, let's see, the tire had a crack in it. Yep. The tube needed replacing. So the f the whole front wheel needed pretty much replacing except for that inside rim. So we popped off that outside tire, popped out the tube. We replaced the tube with a new one and with a new tire. We worked those back in and we kind of said with the tire pressure, putting them all back on, we put them on and the tire is really nice tire. And again, we... Uh... The back tire, I was kind of thinking that been sitting out there for a couple years, and we tested the tube and the tire, and it was fine. And we, again, checked the sprocket, that's very important, and the chain. And again, we oiled every single link. 108. And got that completed. And I didn't have a reflector on the bike, so... We put a reflector on the back. I don't intend to do any night driving at my age. Um, we also, the brake pads, we had to do that on both tires just like we had to do on grandma's. Um, his were a little bit worse though. We had to get those all fixed up. Bikes in brand new condition. Now, we first wanted to get a bell for grandma's bike as kind of a little um, present surprise. Um, but they didn't have any bells, but we got something, I'd say, 10 times cooler, better than a bell. For Grandpa's For bike. Grandpa's bike. We br I brought it in here. I took it off the bike and brought it into our studio. So, if any of you guys sh should recognize this sound, I don't know if you will, if you've been to a circus or anything like that. Now, I might add, I absolutely love this accessory to my bicycle. And I'm going to turn this back over to Elijah. It's one of the old clown horns that you'd put on a bike at the circus. Um, it's mint condition, but it's really, it's pretty old. You can tell the only thing that's pretty in bad condition on this is the screw has some rust. That's the worst part of it. It's a little, it's a little dirty. It, uh, a couple chips here and there. But other than that, we got it in pretty much perfect condition. I don't think, and it was five bucks for this. I feel fortunate to find it. As soon as I saw it, I thought, oh, wow, we I've got to have that. Yeah. I've got to have it. It kind of remind me of the days when I was a kid. And, of course, when you put that on the bike, I thought I was in seventh heaven. <laughs> so after Grandpa's bike, we got it down. He did a test ride on it. It was working very nicely we went and we left but the total price for these two bikes is gonna blow you away it was total 13 dollars and then we went ahead and tipped them for the services which we gave them a 20 dollar bill now 
a mechanic, well, not a mechanic, but a bike shop oh. would have charged you probably 100 to 150 for a bike, one bike each, because they'd, you know, they'd be like, well, the labor, everything like that factors in. It was, we used all used parts. We didn't get a new part. The horn was maybe the newest on there. And the guy said that he only goes with used because they're more likely to be more durable and better if they've been used and survived for a long time and use it like that. I'll tell you the thing that really, I'm glad that Elijah went with me to do this. Uh, we spent three hours there. But the thing that's really neat, and I, I want to tell you about this little shop. It's a, it's nonprofit. A lot of these people that come in and fix the bicycles are volunteers. If you walk in off the street and you say, I'm homeless, I need a bicycle, they give you a bicycle free of charge. They take your word for it. They don't ask you if you really are homeless or if you're not homeless. Little boy came in there. His bike was kind of messed up. They fixed it free of charge. They do this out of their goodness of their heart. And I thought the whole time we were there for three hours, I thought all the people coming in, the volunteers and the people coming in to buy a bike or fix a bike or, or whatever it be, I thought, wow, this is just a great thing and a really good example of an organization that is giving, I thought, during this time of this virus. This, this is just great to give back to the community. And uh, I'm glad that uh, Elijah and I got to experience this. We're going to pretty much end it off here. So um, I would really like to thank you for listening to this episode. We do put a, quite a bit of time into these episodes and making them on our own time. But right now, all we have is time. So we'd like to thank you for listening. Please consider following or downloading the podcast. I'm going to give it over to Grandpa to give his final words. Well, I want to thank Elijah for helping me do these podcasts. And more importantly, uh, thank him for spending the time with me at the bicycle shop. And I learned a lot of things that I didn't know. And uh, again, thanks for your time at listening to the podcast. And please be safe. <laughs>